Career success, no fears, no excuses. This podcast will discuss and debate professional development and job search strategies from baby boomer, millennial, and Gen Z perspectives that will help facilitate the accomplishment of your career goals. You're here with Jessica Duplessis and John Kares of Job Transitions, Inc. And today, we're here to discuss how to format your professional summary and profile section. Welcome to the Job Transitions Job Search Strategies Podcast. My name is John Karras, and I'm the president of Job Transitions, Inc. I'm here today with Jessica Duplessis, who's been my associate with Job Transitions for over seven years. Thanks, John. In part one of the resume construction process, we discuss the goal of the resume and is your resume working? In part two, we discuss bullet point construction. Now, for part three of the resume construction process, we're going to discuss how to construct the first few sections of the resume, your name, contact information, and the professional summary or profile section. Now, we're going to get into specifics about formatting the resume, which may be a bit challenging to follow without any visuals. If you're interested in learning about our formatting technique, click the link in the description of this episode and complete a contact form for a free resume review. So let's begin with some basic concepts. Make the resume easy to read. Use correct tense, past tense or current tense. Proofread. Reread. Then have a friend you trust proofread. Also, make sure to watch for typos or bullet points that could be written a little stronger. What you should not include is reasons for leaving a job, photographs, salary information, or references. Now, you still want to be prepared with a list of references but keep them on a separate document and use them when needed. That's pretty basic stuff. But the question I get most is, should the resume be one page or can it be two? In most cases, your resume needs to be one or two pages maximum. You really do not want to go into a third page in most situations. Common sense will tell you that high school or college students, recent graduates, entry-level job seekers, or job seekers with less than five years or so of actual job experience should probably keep their resume to one page. Even some mid to senior level people have designed a one page resume that works very well for them. However, it is okay to go to a second page if your background justifies it. But if you commit to a second page, you need to give that page some meat. In other words, You do not want to dribble over to the second page with the second page only having a few lines. In that case, you could probably edit that material and get your resume back to one page. Remember, if you commit to a second page, the resume should be about a page and at least 25% of a second page in terms of space. Additionally, if you go to a second page, it's best to begin the second page with a major subheading rather than half of a section on page one and half of it on page two. That will help the cosmetics or overall look of the resume. Now, after your name, which should be centered on the page, your contact information should be the first section of the resume. Put an underline under your name running across the entire page. Then, under the underline, place your contact information. Start left justified on the page and type in the name of your town state abbreviation, and zip code. You do not need to include your actual street address. Then, add your phone number and your email address. Each of those sections should be separated by 5 to 10 spaces, but all on the same line, 
and make sure that line is centered. There is no reason to take up more than one line of valuable space just to communicate your contact information. You will get a lot of different opinions on how to set up the rest of your resume. There is no real right or wrong answer. Just do not let all this different feedback confuse you. The format we discussed today is very professional and has produced results for many of the students and clients we've worked with. Generally, most professional formats will be close to this, give or take just a little bit. First, identify the key words you want to use in your resume. These keywords should mirror your job target and be marketable to your dream job. Review your points of marketability lists we discussed in Chapter 3 to help you through that process. In fact, I have seen many resumes that simply list these keywords as one of the first sections of their resume. That's right. They're using an itemized keyword strategy, which is common. However, when they are only itemized, they are simply opinions of yourself. That style tends to become a laundry list of opinions, not backed up with factual statements. Many companies now use applicant tracking systems to screen resumes. These systems have advanced to a point where they now use contextualization technology. In other words, in what context are the keywords being used? After your name and contact information, the next section of the resume should be a professional summary section, or for more entry-level job seekers, a profile section. If you believe the statement that company recruiters will spend 10 to maybe 30 seconds reviewing each resume, which is probably true in most cases, where will they spend the limited time? Probably reviewing the professional summary or profile section. If they like that section, they will probably review the rest of your resume. That's right. This is why the professional summary or profile section is the most important part of the resume. The beautiful thing about the summary or profile is that it is not time limited. You can begin to communicate your most marketable job-related points no matter what job you did them in, even if two or three jobs ago. Think of it like a book summary. A book summary does not say, here's what you're going to read about in the first or last chapter of the book. It basically says, here's what you're going to read about when you review the entire book. So you don't necessarily need to use your most current experience. For example, let's say that you're a consultant and work with many clients, but do not actually supervise anyone. However, in your previous position, you supervised up to five accounting professionals. You would be able to use the term direct supervision of up to five accounting professionals in the summary if you thought that was really marketable towards your new job target, even if you did it three jobs ago and never ever did it again. That's right. The professional summary section should be three or four bullet points that display your most marketable keywords, but now they are being used in at least some context. The context being the rest of the information in the bullet point or used in conjunction with all the other bullet points throughout that section. The bottom line is, a well-written professional summary or profile should include the keywords you would have used in an itemized listing, but now they are being used in at least some context. I prefer the summary or profile be written in bullet point format. Others prefer paragraph format. However, if you do decide to use a paragraph format, make it a short paragraph, four or five sentences, Otherwise, it gets too long and becomes more like a cover letter. We just want our most marketable job-related and soft skills communicated in the summary. 
Here are a couple of examples. For entry-level job seekers, here's an example of the profile section. Bullet number one, current design student at Illinois Institute of Art with academic and professional experience in the areas of fashion design, digital design, computer productions, marketing, advertising, and client relations. Bullet number two, creative individual with ability to work independently or as a productive member of a team. Bullet number three, strong communication, artistic, and technical skills with proven ability to achieve desired results. And lastly, bullet number four, passionate about pursuing a career in the design field and eager to learn from more experienced professionals. Here is an example of a professional summary for more experienced job seekers. Bullet point number one, accomplished controller and financial executive with experience in strategic planning, treasury operations, budget management, and implementing process improvements that optimize financial operations and reduce company risk. Bullet point number two. Experience includes managing internal and external audits, providing detailed financial analysis, enforcing compliance policies, negotiating contracts, implementing financial controls, management reporting, and staff supervision. Last bullet point. Master of Business Administration graduate with experience leading fiscal operations across multiple site locations. Now, even though the professional summary or profile section is the first section of your resume after your name and contact information, this section should be written last. It is best to work through the rest of the resume first, as creating and writing bullet points for those sections should help you determine what material should go into the professional summary or profile. The next section will either be the professional experience section, or the education, certification, and licenses section, whichever section is most marketable towards your job target. If your job target requires certain unique licenses, degrees, or certifications to even be considered for the job, that should be the next section. If not, then the professional experience section should be the next section after the professional summary or profile. For example, in some financial management positions and most teaching positions, the job seeker must have certain degrees, certifications, endorsements, or licenses to even be considered. In that situation, the education slash licenses slash certifications section should be next after the summary or profile. Stay tuned for the next chapter where we will discuss how to design and set up your education section and the professional experience section. A big thank you to all the people who have listened to our podcast. If you enjoy our Job Search Strategy podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review. For a free resume review and initial consultation, click on the link in the description of this episode. Until next time, this is Jessica Duplessis. And this is John Karras. With Job Transitions, Inc.